conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. I am so delighted that you are listening to the podcast this month, and whether you are a longtime listener or finding us for the first time, welcome. This podcast has been launched and designed to be a tool on your path of destiny. Well, for the past few weeks, I have been sort of wrestling with a phrase, and I don't know if this ever happens to you. Maybe it's a word or a phrase, something you heard that just seems like when you get a quiet moment sitting in the car at the traffic light or just a second to yourself, the same thing will just rise up in your thinking. And for me, this has been the case with a phrase that comes out of the book of Daniel chapter 10. It was actually something that was said to Daniel when he was in a set-aside time of prayer. He was in a tight spot, to put it lightly. But an angel came to him and spoke this phrase to him. And the phrase is, your words have been heard and I have come because of your words. I don't know what it is about that, but it just seems like I can't get away from especially the last part of that phrase. I have come because of your words. That angel was letting Daniel know that he had been sent, and the reason that he had been sent to him was because of the words that Daniel had prayed. You know, there's a lot happening in our world right now that could look dark, but at the same time, there is so much activity from God and of God that's happening in our, in our life and in our world right now. And I see a lot of that activity coming because of things that God is sending, things that God has sent. I'm so thankful that, especially in these last two or three years, that God sent His Word to me. I wonder if you feel that same way. And it's not that I didn't value or know that I was in need of God's Word before that, but there was something about clicking into 2020, 2021, 2022, even this year, that my essentialness, if that's even a word, of needing the Word of God and knowing that I need His Word sent to me went to a whole new level. And I believe that we've all felt that. And him sending his word to me has looked a lot of different ways. At times, it's been that sent word that he whispers to my heart, you know, the still small voice, the leading of the Holy Spirit. He sent his word to me. But other times, it's been him sending his word to me in someone else, something somebody shared with me or a message that somebody preached Sometimes him sending his word has been 
him just drawing me back to read a book I had read before or listen to a podcast or pick up a a message that I, I knew I had heard one other time. But there was something in that word that he knew that I needed. And so he sent his word. I believe God is doing that right now. He is sending his word to us. But he's sending more than that. He's right now sending his move, not just what's happening, incredibly so, on college campuses, starting at Asbury College. I've heard its move to other college campuses and is still going. But no matter what you decide to call it, a revival or an outpouring, God is is moving. He's doing something in the midst of that gathering. And I believe it's going to spread. We're going to hear more and more about that. He's done it historically in times past, but he's doing it right now. He's not just sending his word. He's sending his movements. He's sending his moves. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of that. I want to encounter that. I want to be in the midst of that. I want to be a vessel where he can send his move to. And he's doing that right now. But what I want to say to you, and and I think this is what I am retrieving from this phrase, I have come because of your words, is simply that God is not just sending his word. And he's not just sending his move, but there's something else that he's sending. And it's me and you. When you think about it, you and I are also something or someone that God, this activity of heaven, is wanting to send to. I mean, we could actually say that we, being made in his image and his likeness, are like Jesus. He said of him, he was the word made flesh incarnate. And he sent his word and healed us. But you and I are also a word of God being sent. You see, heaven is not only working with the sound of our words, but heaven is also working with the sound of our feet. I want to read this scripture to you out of the book of Romans. It might be familiar for some of you, but it really speaks to what I believe is one of God's cycles. You know, we have cycles of weather, cycles of seasons. We're just finishing up a cycle of winter, and pretty soon we'll go into a new cycle of spring. But heaven has its own cycles. There's many kinds. One of them is this cycle of how God sends things. And that cycle looks something like initially someone begins to pray. And there are words that go forth. And in response to that beginning of that cycle of praying, then the cycle continues and God speaks. And after God speaks, he sends. And after he sends us, we get the opportunity to respond to that sending and obey. That cycle continues. And when we obey, the end of that cycle is that someone receives. 
And in the book of Romans chapter 10, we see this cycle sort of described. And it starts in verse 13. And it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's that prayer cycle. He goes on to say in verse 14, But how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except, except they be sent? For as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. This is an interesting description and really a wordplay that Romans uses here about the feet of someone that is sent in response to a word of God being beautiful. It's really interesting. I grew up hearing this and I I don't know that I ever really thought about it, but what an interesting description to tack on to this cycle of how God works his activity. But when you look at that word beautiful, In the original language, it actually means something like this. Feet that show up because they are sent are beautiful because it is someone that is hitting their right season at just the right hour in just the right moment. It's sort of a description. Feet that are beautiful, beautiful feet are feet that are standing in the right place at the right time. And they're beautiful because when they show up in response to being sent, something starts flourishing. I don't know if you have ever thought about this before. I mean, I know we've all prayed, God put me in the right place at the right time. And, you know, we want what God has for our life and We want to be there for our friends and family when they need us at the right place at the right time. But have you ever stopped to think about that you are a sent one and that when you show up to heaven, heaven goes, listen to that sound. Listen to that sound. Look at those beautiful feet showing up right in the middle of the Father's plan at the exact right moment because they obeyed the leading of the Lord and they were sent. You know, sometimes that sense of being sent is more overt and palpable than others. Usually we live a lot of days just taking care of life. And maybe every now and then we hit a day where we go, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm being sent. But I want to challenge you to awake to a sense of sentness every day. And here's what I mean by that. Every day you and I go out into the world and we encounter people. And it's just part of our daily life. But when we awake to an awareness, a divine awareness, that our feet are beautiful and that we are sent ones, Then all of a sudden, we look at the person maybe waiting on us at the restaurant or standing across the register from us. When we awake to this, all of a sudden, they shift out of just being the person that's doing a job to becoming a soul. 
They become a person, an actual soul. And all of a sudden, we feel that compelling to do something about that. I'm not talking about we're all supposed to just start preaching three-point messages to people, but to awake to an awareness that you are sent can mean just reaching out and asking their name, asking who they are, asking how they are, and creating a path for something to transpire and flourish that is life-giving. How many people go through a whole day and no one ever encourages them? No one ever looks and and essentially finds a way to say, I see you, and to bless them. I'm telling you, there is an awakening of the people of God right now. God's awakening us to who we really are, and He is awakening us to our sentness. Even in a time where we see moves of God happening, I believe that the bottom line of that has got to be that What we encounter, we must then carry for others to experience. And what I mean by that is experience the love of God. This is what I believe Jesus lived in in his time on earth. Because when you look at his life, he was many times on his way to a major, very overtly obvious sent place to preach the Sermon on the Mount or to go out in the boat and preach to the multitudes. But he also, on his way, was always divinely aware of those he encountered. He was on his way to an overt ministry moment when he met the woman at the well. He was on his way to an assignment when he spotted Zacchaeus up in the tree. He was actually on his way to a crucial, critical need when the woman with the issue of blood reached out to him and he stopped and he blessed her. So many times in our lives, we struggle with major life decisions and how we're going to handle them and what we're going to choose. And I, I know a lot of times it can be hard because if you are wanting to live, even in the big picture, live your life, not out of just what makes sense, but what makes sense sense, It means that you're making decisions that maybe don't add up in the natural. I know many of you that listen to this podcast fit this description where you have certain gifts and abilities or intelligence that would really lend itself to doing really smart, sensical things and making decisions that would set you up to make a certain amount of money or to give you a certain amount of security. And you might even have people in your life going, I don't get it. What is wrong with you? Why would you choose that? Why do you live there? Why do you work there? Why do you serve there? Why do you go to church there? Why do you spend money to go to that gathering? Why, you know, what? I don't understand your decisions. And it's true, they don't make sense. But when you're living out of the deep compelling that this is the purpose for which I was sent, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sent sense. And I want to encourage you with that right now. That your life might not make sense to other people. But you're living out of a compelling of That phrase Jesus said over and over when he walked the earth, this is the purpose for which I was sent. And I 
I must be about it. That you are coming to certain places and doing certain things because of his words or his word or his compelling deep in your heart. That's all part of living for a purpose greater than yourself and to do it in a way that's divinely aware of who and what he's made you to be. So I want to encourage you this month to live in the big picture out of the place that you were sent, but to also live every day in a divine awareness that you are one meant to hit beautiful feet moments, to awake to the people standing in front of you that you encounter, to shift your mentality out of just another person, but to see them as a soul, an individual, and to reach out in small ways and in big ways, but reach out and speak life to them. Let me pray this over you today. Father, I thank you that you are so faithful and have been so faithful to us to send us your word right when we need it. God, so many times you've led us to the place where we can find your word. Just like you did, Jeremiah, you said, Arise, go to the potter's house, and there I will cause you to hear my words. God, I pray that even this year in 2023, you would continue to send us your word, send us to the places to hear your word. I thank you, God, that you are sending your move in our world right now. God, we just ask you to continue to do that and to connect us to it. Send your move in and through us. But God, we also know that you are sending us. And I speak to an awakening of an awareness of our sentness. I pray, God, that you would quicken our hearts As we go throughout our day, Father, that we would be divinely aware of the people that are staring us in the face and that we would be life-giving, refreshing to them. I ask you, Lord, to continue to move us into right place, right time moments. Lord, even if it's not overtly obvious, but God, would you, by your Holy Spirit, move in us We thank you for it, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast this month, and I just believe that God is putting you in position for new things that he is set up and bringing into your life. I'd also like to invite you to visit the website at jentringale.com. There are books, messages, videos there, all to help you on your path of destiny. If you haven't yet, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. I would be honored to be a part of your journey of destiny. Also, I would like to invite you to come be a part of some really powerful gatherings happening this year. At the end of March, I'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the Church at Glass Chapel, March 26th and 27th. In April, taking place in the Mid-America Center in Omaha, Nebraska, the Woman You Are Anointed Conference is happening. This is going to be an incredible meeting. 
Pastor Brenda Kuhneman's meeting with Nicole C. Mullen and myself. This is going to be a powerful gathering of Word of Faith women happening in the Mid-America Center. I would love for you to be a part of that. All the details are on my website. Check it out. I would love to see you there. Well, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye.